0: Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. Glory to God. Please be seated in the heavenly. Glory to God. Man, I'm excited. We are wrapping up (laughs) Higher Life Conference. Now, have you been blessed all through these days? How many of you are ready to receive from today's service? Glory! We just bless God because uh, the people who couldn't speak in tongues um, as of yesterday, they spoke yes. in tongues even in the meeting. Glory to God. Amen. I know even when I, I ask the question, do you believe you can speak in tongues in this service? And some of them were laughing, but they spoke anyway. <laughs> and just look at it. The same way you didn't have to force yourself to speak in tongues is the same way you do not have to force yourself to interpret tongues. The same way you do not have to force yourself to heal people, to perform miracles, glory to God. Remember that I said, uh, during this conference, we will we'll not be able to go through the itemized gift of the Spirit, and that is why we have higher life again. Glory to God. Last year, higher life was majorly on one of the gifts, which is healing. You see, we continue to move by the leading of the Spirit. We continue to move by the leading of the Spirit, And whatever direction the Spirit of God is steering us is where we go, you see. We are believers and not mere men, so we don't make decisions on our own that is not influenced by the Spirit. Remember, in the days of old, they have to wait to be inspired, but our inspiration now resides in us. You have him in the person of the Holy Ghost. Uh. And the fact that we call him the Holy Ghost doesn't mean we still have to wait for God elsewhere. The totality of God in the person of the Holy Ghost resides in us. Amen. Now, if you ever believe believer know what they got in them, they walk in boldness. You say things, you do things, praise God. You don't get scared of anything, praise God. When you face any situations, you speak forth because you know who you got from within. Glory to God. Um, I remember, I think it was 2019, my wife was, I just, you know, well, was waiting for uh, the internship that they have to go through for a practice, and in Nigeria, it seems you have to know someone that knows someone before you get in. And and she believes in the power of unity in prayer, corporate prayer. And I know at a time she mounted that pressure on me and said, I will go for this internship if you say so. Praise God. And sometimes when pressure is on you like that, you, you can do nothing but to look on God. And that's where God wants to have every believer to continue to just look on him. And the time is coming to a close, <laughs> nothing was forthcoming, and she kept saying, and, and then I tell her, don't worry. the situ- I didn't tell her, don't worry. The situation is tough. If you don't get it this time, uh, God will do it. Next time, you're going to get it. But I told her, you are having your internship done no matter what. You're getting it done. People went to politicians and to get their own programs and all of that. But we went to God and spoke forth what we know from within. And she was favored eventually, and she got the the, the internship. She got into the program, praise God. Now, when a believer knows who they are, because by virtue of he who resides in you, your identity is formed. There is the message of identification. And remember, we've said, he that is joined with God, he's one with God. The moment a believer knows this, your confession changes, you see. You know, they confronted Jesus at a time and, you know, said to Jesus, Oh, pray for my daughter to resurrect from the dead. Jesus didn't look at the, the daughter that was dead and say, oh, daughter, you're dead now. You know, we got to do some special prayer. But the confession of Jesus was, she's not dead, she's sleeping. You see, it's easier to wake a person who is sleeping than a person who is dead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because your belief and your confession determines what your outcome could really be. Oh, people crying and wailing and saying, Lazarus is dead. I I see Mary. You know, if it was in this present day, you know what would have happened? Lazarus, so close, the family so close to Jesus. We told you uh, Lazarus was sick and you decided not to come. Oh, no, I I thought you were a good leader. I thought you were a good pastor, a good rabbi. But now. you don't care about me, glory to God. But when Jesus got there, what happened? He said he wept at their unbelief. And he went into the tomb of Lazarus. He didn't say, Lazarus, I know you're dead. Now, Father in heaven, oh God, Father in heaven, please don't shame me. <laughs> He didn't say none of that. He didn't say don't shame me. No. He gave thanks to God and of course he caught for Lazarus because Jesus knew who he was. The moment we'll know the God that we carry from within, our confession will change. So, remember I said to Ross, at salvation... We receive the spirit of God. Remember in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 3, he said, No one called upon Jesus, called him accursed. For it is the same spirit that enables you to say, Jesus is Lord, that's salvation. So it is the spirit of God that enables you. So you didn't receive another spirit after salvation. You didn't have to wait. Remember I said I waited for a long time because have you been baptized with the Holy Ghost? Is he a belief? We've not much heard of the Holy Spirit. So, but the truth is the things of the Spirit must be taught for the believers to know and function in it. It's more like a person who is sitting on a gold mile and doesn't even know he's sitting on a gold mile. So, 1 Corinthians 12, we'll go back there again. He says, now concerning spiritual, pneumaticus, the things of the spirit, I will not have you ignorant. I will not have you unaware. So, you've got to be made aware of the things of the spirit. Because remember, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Knowledge is a tool to functioning. Glory to God. So I will not have you ignorant. Now, I'm not going to teach you these things because you're going to wait to receive another spirit. You might be ignorant, and the ignorant could be in the area of you thinking you've got to receive another spirit. So first, let me tell you, these same functions of the spirit is within the same spirit that got you born again in the first place. Praise God. So I will not have you ignorant, remember. So Paul began to talk about the gift of the Spirit, the ninth gift of the Spirit that Kenneth Hagen says is the gift of utterance, the gift of um, revelations, and the gift of the power gift, glory to God. And I said, we are going to focus on the gift of speaking in tongues, glory to God. And the reason we're going through that um, gift of speaking in tongues this weekend, because not every believer understands the gift of speaking in tongues and the interpretations of tongues. Remember, we started with the gift of tongues and interpretation yesterday? We're going to finish it today. Glory to God. And I ask a question, how many of you think at some point in your life you've interpreted your tongue? And I only got a handful of people. Praise God. And sometimes the reason why we think we cannot interpret our tongues is because we are waiting to interpret a future event. Or we are thinking of translation. You see, the Bible was translated. The Bible was translated. Are we together? Translation is from one language, word for word to another. And that is why you notice we still have to go back to the original language. To see what it means when the writer wrote. Praise God. But when it comes to interpretation. Interpretation is not translation. Are we together? Interpretation. We are not translating tongue. Interpretation simply means. We are giving meaning to what he said. We give meaning to it. It's just like you giving a gist. Praise God. You are giving meaning to what he said. It's different from translations. Praise God. And of course you know that um, there were a lot of interpretations in the Bible. How many of you know that? How many of you know that? Okay, not everybody. In Luke 24... The Bible said, beginning from Moses, Jesus expounded on things concerning himself. You see. That's the interpretation he gave to what Moses said. He didn't necessarily say, you know the tree. Okay, now the tree is tree. And on the tree leaves and begin to give meanings to it. But he interpreted the message of Moses to his congregation. You remember, Jesus taught with Moses' materials. Paul taught with Moses' material. Glory to God. So Paul said the, the Old Testament is a mystery kept secret, which is musteron. And every mystery ought to be interpreted or unveiled or given meaning to. Remember, I've used the illustrations when I say I come to um, um, Sister Jojo, for example, and um, nobody understands what I'm saying, but we talk in code, for example, and I say to you, 8214. And she say, oh, 8214. Ah, no, 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 no. I think it's 2172. To you, you are hearing numbers. To her, I am not talking numbers. It's just like you hear somebody say 911. What does that tell you? Emergency. But it's a number, praise God. When you're in an airport and you hear main day, main day. It's a communication that is done in secret codes within the people that understand those codes. So, to the ordinary mind, an interpretation is needed to understand what the person is saying. Are we together? So, when I say 8204 and you say 72 something something, for you to now understand it, I can say, oh, we're just talking about Bible. Oh, that's what you're saying. Oh, okay. So, what have I done? I have given meaning to the code that we spoke in. So, when Paul said the mysteries, the Old Testament being mysteries, kept secret, and he now says the New Testament is the revelation of the mystery. Glory to God. So, an interpretation has been given to the writings of Moses and to the prophets. Are we together? Yes, so, the same thing that has to go with tongues. When we speak in tongues, is not a translation. If it is a translation, it will be, Ra, Jesus. <laughs> Re, come. Zuni, go in. Keledushku, <laughs> kezaza. Your heart, his heart, all together our hearts. Praise God. But when it talks about interpretations of tongues, you can speak in tongues for 30 minutes and your interpretation could be less than two minutes. Are we together? And remember, I mentioned to you yesterday that he would call it in Mark 16, 15 and 18 that they shall speak with new tongues, kynos, Meaning is a tongue or a language that has never been spoken or heard before. Are we together? So this language that First Corinthians now tells us is a language of the Spirit. So, in 1 Corinthians 14, what did he tell to us? He said, for he who speak in unknown tongues, the word unknown was added. So, he who speak in tongues, speaketh not unto men, unto mankind, unto men, but he speaketh unto God. In it, he speaketh the language of the Spirit. He speaketh mysteries, which is musteron. You see, let's let's just go there very quickly. Praise God. Verse 2 of 1 Corinthians 14. He said for he that speaketh in tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God for no man understandeth Howbeit, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So this is not about the speaker. This is about the tongue itself. And what language the tongue is. Ah, glory to God. It calls it the language of the spirit. And it says, You are speaking unto God, so in the spirit, uh, you speak mysteries. It is not that spiritually what you are saying is mystery, it is mystery to the mind. Are we together? When the mind does not understand something, it is mysteries. Praise God, Are you still here? So when the mind does not understand something, what happens? It is mystery. Look at what verse 14 says. He says, "For if I pray in tongue, my spirit prayeth." But my understanding is what? Unfruitful. That word understanding there is the word the mind. You see. So, whatever the mind does not comprehend is mysteries. Remember? How do you transport what's in the spirit to the mind? Via what? Revelations. Glory to God. Via revelations. Hallelujah. Because in the spirit, the spirit understandeth what he is saying. Are we together? But the mind is unfruitful. The mind does not understand the prayers that is done in the spirit. So, I cannot stand here I'm praying in tongues, and expect you to say Amen. Because you don't know what I have prayed. Praise God! You don't know what I have I have prayed. But when you pray in tongues, remember I said to us, I think um, some Sundays ago, and I reminded you. I said, "Do you how many of you remember? We were just praying." And what came to me via interpretation to the tongue I was praying was my friend in Nigeria who I was not even thinking about. How many of you remember that story? That I think that was about two weeks ago. Glory to God. I was not even thinking about him. But I was praying in the spirit and via interpretation I knew who I was praying for. And I reached out to him and it was accurate. It was spot on. Praise God. So, when you pray, the, the mind is unfruitful because that is the language of the Spirit. So, you are communicating with God. Hallelujah. You're communicating with God. And so, in 1 in um, um, uh, Corinthians twelve twenty eight, he tells us, verse 28, he said, and God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gift of healings, helps, government, diversities of tongues. The word genos. Glory to God. You remember the word genos? We talked about it yesterday. For some of you who are just uh, fellowshipping here today, you go back to Kingsley Hago Ministry and see that. Glory to God. So, the diversities of tongues that is communicated is genus. That means the language belongs somewhere. It's not of the earthly realm. And and there are believers who really don't know about these speaking in tongues. Glory to God. Remember, when I was growing up, God born again and everything, and the, the, the church I was in, Taught me against it. He said, You know, the Spirit of God ought to open your mouth. And if the Spirit of God have not opened your mouth, you cannot. <laughs> Praise God. Now, let me ask you a question How many of you still have your mouth with you? So you can talk, correct? If I come to Mr. Aigbe and I say, don't say a word until I ask you to, is that not an insult to him? A man of his own that have a right to talk whenever he wants to talk. It's part of life that we can speak. So nobody holds you from Speaking. Now we have the spirit of God in us. He doesn't stop us from speaking. Remember we, we said yesterday when he, Paul was saying, let he who will speak in tongues in the church and not interpret, be quiet, be silent. And what people have been using to say, oh, you know, he said you should not speak in tongues in the church. Remember what I said. Because you cannot cherry pick statement from the scriptures. He says, let him speak unto himself. So that means, as I am standing with you right now, if I speak in tongues, to be of benefit to you, I have to interpret it. But when I say, let us pray, and I ask you to begin to speak in tongues, what am I saying to you? I am asking you to edify yourself. You are praying in Christ. Or you are praying in the spirit. So you speak in tongues. Whichever way you want to speak it. How loud you want to speak it. You speak in tongues. You are edifying yourself. But the moment I want to pray for you. And I speak in tongues. For you to say amen. With understanding. You have got to interpret. Are we together? All right, Glory to God. So. Remember, I said what happened in the book of Acts was that they spoke in tongues and interpreted. Now, I want you to put this somewhere. Among the devout men and the Jewish in diaspora that came together, there were men that that were unlearned. Okay? There were men that were unlearned. Are you still here? Are you still here? All right. Let's go now to about to um, 1 Corinthians 14, 3 to 5. In fact, uh, let's read from verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exaltation and comfort. So when you speak unto men, when he says prophesy there, what is it saying that will do for the church or to the hearer? It will edify, it will exalt, and it will comfort. Now, I need you to understand he's talking about tongues and mysteries. And then the next thing that follows is prophesying. That simply means you speak in tongues and you interpret the tongue. So tongues plus interpretation equals prophecy. Yeah, you know, we're going to deal more on prophecy uh, next year. (laughs) Praise God. Are you still here? then in verse 4 he that speaking in an unknown tongue edified himself so there is the tongue that edifies you and there is the tongue that edifies the church the one that edifies you need not to be interpreted the one that edifies the church ought to be interpreted so but he that prophesied Edify the church. I would that ye speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesy. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret, that the church may receive what? Edify. Praise God. Are you still here? So, the only way the church receives edification via praying in tongues is by interpretation. Now, see verse 23. If therefore the whole church become together into one place and all speak with tongues and there come in those that are what, unlearned or unbelievers, will they not say that he are mad? You see, the word unlearned there is the word idiotis. I know a lot of you are used to the word idiots. But well, this is what the Bible says, unlearned, that means illiterates or unbelievers. Remember, Jesus will call them O fools and slow of hearts to believe all that the prophet has said and is written. Praise God. So is the word idiotis. So when the unbelievers or the unlearned comes into our midst and we are praying in tongue without interpreting. They cannot know what we are saying. So you notice, there were the devout men, the Jewish folks who went back, those who were in diaspora, among them were unlearned folks. However, they heard what the apostles prayed. Are we together? So now, how did they know? Church? They spoke. And interpreted. So the unbelievers cannot know what you are saying via tongue unless you interpret. So those folks knew because they interpreted. Look at verse 24. But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. You see. So when we speak in tongues and we interpret, that becomes prophecy that it defies everyone that comes to the church. And this is a sign to the unbelievers. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Now the word interpretation there is used twice. First, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discernings of spirit. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretations of tongues. Chapter 14, verse 26, he said, how is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying, you see. Praise God. So the word interpretation there is from the word Emania, which is taking its roots word from Emanio, where you get emmanotics from. Praise God. I said praise God. So it simply means to interpret. You cannot translate tongue because tongue is not vocabulary. You, you interpret it. You don't translate it. Glory to God. And so interpretation means to bring something in a way people will understand it. Are, you, are we together? Remember, he said when you speak in tongues in verse 2, you are speaking mysteries. Are you here? You are speaking mysteries. Glory to God. So, how did they interpret tongues? In Acts chapter 10, verse 46, he said they spoke in tongues and magnified God. So, the interpretation to the tongue they spoke was that they magnified God. Glory to God. Are you still here? Acts 19, verse 6, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. Praise God. I said, praise God. So when Peter got up in Acts 2, 16, 17, 18, and 19, what Peter was doing was a further interpretation of the tongue they spoke and an explanation or interpretation of the prophecy of Joel. Are you still here? Are you still here? Now, Acts 11, verse 28. I hope you are following me so far. Acts eleven twenty eight. And there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the spirit. So he signified by the spirit. That means he's been praying in the spirit. So what does it mean to pray in the spirit? Church, if you were here first day and second day, you should know this already. They were speaking in tongues. So if I say I am praying in Christ, what am I doing? If I say I'm praying in the spirit, what am I doing? If I say I am speaking in tongues, what am I doing? If I say I'm praying in the spirit and speaking in tongues, what am I doing? Glory to God. I say glory to God. Remember, in Mark 16, verse 18, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name, from verse 15 to 18, they will cast out devils, They will drink any deadly things; it will not hurt them. So, how will that happen if they did not have the Spirit of God? Praise God! I said, Praise God! So, Agabus was praying in the Spirit, so it signified that there should be great dirt that's famine throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. So. By praying in the spirit, he gave an interpretation to what he was praying. Are you still with me? Are you still with me? Acts 13 verse 2. As the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul so for the walk whereunto I have called them. So, where did God speak to them? Okay, when they spoke in tongues. So, where did the Spirit, where did God speak to them? In the Spirit. You know, the Bible said, our spirit bears witness with the Spirit of God. And there's a communication of the Spirit that comes to our spirit. So, there is always the speaking of the Spirit of God communicated in our spirit, praise God, so it's very clear, he's in the spirit, he spoke in the spirit, and as they prayed in the spirit, they interpreted by the spirit, what they've prayed, I will hear, all right, if you go to Acts 21 verse 4, Acts 21 verse 4, And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul, through what? Who what? Through the Spirit, that he should not go up to Jerusalem. So, when he spoke to Paul, what was the interpretation? How did he get that? So, what was he doing to have gotten that? He prayed in tongues. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. I love it. You are are following. (laughs) Praise God. So, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4, it makes it clear. He that speaketh in tongues had the fire himself, but he that prophesied had the fire the church. So, as I speak in tongues and I interpret the tongue, what am I doing? What am I doing? I know. That action is a define the church. But what am I doing? Prophesies. I am prophesying. Now, when it comes to prophecy, we're going to spend time teaching on prophecy. Amen? Yeah. I said amen. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, by way of interpretation, you are giving meaning to what you spoke. Praise God. Awesome. Praise God. Now, 26 of 1 Corinthians 14, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you had a psalm, had a doctrine, had a tongue, had a revelation, and had an interpretation, let all things be done in accordance. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians 5, 18 through 19. And be not drunk with wine, wherein in excess, Be, but be filled with the Spirit, Speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Glory to God. Yeah. So, sometimes, tongues doesn't have to be interpreted and said, Brother Dozan, labra hasha as you are driving now, don't go through Country Club Road. <laughs> go through 24th Street. <laughs> no. Tongues can be a worship that you are giving to God. It can be praise. Remember, in Acts 2, when they spoke in tongues, they said they spoke the wonderful works of God. That was the interpretation they got from the tongue. So, I can just say, Oh, I thank you, Father. How many of you have done that before? How many of you have done it before? How many of you have interpreted before? <laughs> glory to God. Oh, I give you glory, my father. I have given meaning to the tongue I have just spoken. Praise God. You know, sometimes a lot of believers are just waiting for Zihara God, what did I just say? That's not how you interpret tongues. He said when you gather, you sing spiritual songs. So what is the spiritual songs? As I am singing spiritually, I can also interpret. Oh God, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. It can just be just that one word, praise God. I said praise God. Remember, in Acts 19, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. They spoke in tongues and they magnified God. Praise God. So when I'm speaking in tongues and I just see, oh, Jesus, 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 that's an interpretation I have given to the tongues. Praise God. Praise God. I can just be praying in tongues. And I can just interpret and say, somebody just begin to celebrate Jesus. I have given a meaning to the tongue I have spoken. Hmm. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I hope you're following me so far. Remember, he called the gift of interpretation, Aloes. He called the gift of interpretation, what? Aloes. Now, how do you get the gifts? As a matter of fact, this translates to all of the gift of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have the Spirit here? Okay, not all of you. I understand. I understand. How many of you have the spirit here? Oh, not a lot of you. (laughs) He said, my father, the glory that you've given to me, I give unto them. And what is the glory? As thou art in me, I am in them and they are in me. And no one you have given to me will I lost. So the totality of God is residing in us. is something worth celebrating. Praise God. So I've got a spirit. Why am I not functioning in the night gifts of the spirit? Watch me. How many of you can speak in tongues here? Now, if you can't speak in tongues, you you will eventually. You notice I I don't have to lay hands on you. Fellow believers will lay hands on you. How many people didn't speak in tongues yesterday? Was it not three? How many speak in tongues today out of those three? Where's the other sister? There you go. Where's the other one? He's at the back. And she spoke too. They didn't speak in tongues. I remember the brother over there was like, (laughs) I don't know. But when the time of speaking came, he opened it. You know, at the time, I didn't even know he was praying in tongues. But when I was about praying for him, I heard him. I had to give him the mic. Glory to God. (laughs) Glory to God. Now, how many of you pray in tongues here? How many of you can interpret your tongues here? Good. How many of you can heal people here? You see, I love what I'm seeing now. Praying in tongues, a lot of people. Interpret a lot of people. Healing, few people. How many of you can perform miracles here? I remember the first Sunday of 2019. Sister Grace called me up. I think it was after church service. And she said, Pastor, my boss, you know, She was rushed to the hospital, and uh, honestly, I didn't know what I was going to go meet. Praise God. I just wanted to pray uh, for her. And I'm like, okay, let's go after church service. It was cold that day. And we drove. I think she drove that day, praise God. We went to, I think it was somewhere in Greenwood or something like that, praise God. So as soon as I walked into the hospital that day, I saw a nurse doing something. And First of all, we went into the ICU. Glory to God. And um, she's on life support. What was the nurse doing? The nurse was looking for pause. Glory to God. (laughs) So we walked into the room, and she said, oh, pastor, this is my boss. And the husband, you can see he's broken already. And later I got to find out that was exactly how His first wife died. Glory to God. And I say, oh, glory to God, Father. Because I got the Father, thank you. Because I got the Father in me. I got the Spirit of God in me. I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to be afraid that this is not going to happen. I remember how Jesus healed the sick. I remember how Jesus raised the dead. Glory to God. And I remember who I've got on the inside of me. Glory to God. The person that I got in me He's the same God who made the earth and hangs it upon nothing. And yet the earth has never one day lost its axis. So this same God dwells in me. And uh, I said, nurse, uh, do you mind if I pray? And uh, the husband said, pastor, you know, he, he was tearing up. And I, he, he, he didn't know what to do because he's already thinking about how his first wife died. And how do you communicate to such a person and I said nurse can I pray and her husband said she has not moved She's we brought her in here and you can see you know it's life support she has not blinked she has not done nothing and I took my hands close to her nostrils I said feel the breath of the Spirit life come into this body now in the name of Jesus you are not going to spend more than three days here? And the nurse thought I'd gone crazy. Because this is a person in ICU. And you say, it's not going to be more than three days here? You must be crazy. And she she was just standing there looking at me. I said, right now, life come in now. You won't stay long here, I say. Life come in. While I was praying, Sister Grace shouted. Pastor, she blinked. Who <laughs> glory to God. She was responding to the Holy Ghost. You see, what the Bible says, if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken your mortal bodies. You see, the mortal body is subject to death and corruptions. And I said, life come into this body right now in the name of Jesus. The next thing she moved our toenails. Oh, glory to God. And the husband was there just tearing up. I spoke to her. I said, Listen and listen to me. You will not stay long in this hospital. Come Tuesday, Sister Grace called me, Pastor, you won't believe this? I said, I believe anything now, glory to God. <laughs> because I sure wasn't looking to hear from the story that she's dead. She said, Well, you know, they have discharged her from. I see you. And I think Sister Grace shared that that testimony in this church. Glory to God. And on Friday, she was back in church and they were giving thanks to God. We've got God in us. I didn't have to say, oh God, you see, this one will not slip off my hands, Lord. Don't put me to shame. Do you know the Bible says, for my name's sake, I saved you. It's not all about you. It's all about me, Jesus. Glory to God. So, how many of you think you don't have, you can't heal people? Good. How many of you think you cannot perform miracles? Or you just know this is there, but you are not functioning in it. All right. Let's see something. How do you function in this? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Remember, we're still dealing on interpretations of tongues, and um, we must understand here that um, the same way you deal on this is the same way you get every other ones. You have them. Let me use the, rephrase the word. The same way you function in every other one. Glory to God. Now, 1 Corinthians 14, verses 13. 1 Corinthians 14, verses 13. Well, first of all, let's see verse 15 and 16. He said, what is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. So he's talking about interpretation. As when thou shalt bless with the Spirit. So when he says you shall bless with the Spirit, what's he talking about? Church. When he talks about you shall bless in the Spirit, what's he talking about? You shall bless in tongues. Glory to God. And he says, you shall bless in in the spirit. How shall he that occupied the room of the unlearned say, Amen, at thy giving of thanks, saying he understandeth not what thou said? So interpretation is needed. So let's see how you function in interpretations and every other gift of the spirit. Verse 13. He says, Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Glory to God. The word pray there is the word desire. Are we together? The word pray there is the word desire. So you desire interpretation, you desire the gifts of the Spirit. Let's go to chapter 12, verse 31. And it says, but covet earnestly the best gift and yet show I honor you a more excellent one. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. So to covet there is to desire. That earnestly there is to desire strongly. And how do you desire strongly? You desire strongly in the place of prayer. Do you know the more you practice the gifts of the spirit, the more bold you become and the more you use it in the public. Praise God. the more you pray and interpret in your bedroom, one day you will come to church, you pray in tongue and you will interpret it. Praise God, because you've got the spirit. Everything is in you, is in you, is in you, is in you. I said is in you. I said, he's in you. I said, he's in you. I have a friend in Canada who the, the, the son actually just passed out. He was gone. And by the time they were able to resuscitate him at the hospital, they said he was going to be a vegetable. He was going to be paralyzed from the neck to the legs. And the boy couldn't move anymore. Pastor, oh, my son, my son. I said, no, that's the doctor's report. There is heat that we have on the inside. God said, let there be light, and there was light. If anything, he, he can still replace the, the, the organs of the body. He made them in the first place. said, no, the doctors are good people, but sometimes we tend to use logic to override the spirit, the things of the spirit. And I said, no, he's not going to be a vegetable. What did the doctor say? He can't walk no more? I said, he's going to use his two legs to walk out of the hospital. Yes. What did the doctor say? He's going to be a vegetable? Oh, no. He's going to dance out of that hospital in good health and in everything. Glory to God. And one morning in the night, I was sleeping about 2 or 3 a.m. He called me, oh, pastor, my son is going. The, the black eyes are turning in and nothing can happen anymore. I've lost this one. I rebuked, I said. I spoke to you because of my location is in the spirit. What the doctor saw is not what I saw. I saw the boy dancing around, shouting. He was plugged up. That's how they were feeding him. I said, what I see is that the boy is going to get hungry, so get ready for food. He's going to eat with his hands and his mouth. Oh, pastor, I rebuked. I said, listen. If you are not going to listen to what I say, don't call my number until you listen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. The next day, he, uh, she went home to just change and, uh, you know, get dressed again and refresh and come back to the hospital. And the hospital called her. Immediately, she saw because there is this saying in America or overseas, no news from the hospital is good news. Those of you who work at the hospital, am I correct? News from the hospital is bad news. But do you know what I do? When I go to the hospital, I tell the doctors, please, whatever, call me. Because there's no bad news anyway. It's always going to be good news. Glory to God. Oh, yeah. and, and the call came in. Immediately she saw it from the hospital. She fainted first. Oh, yeah. She thought the son was gone. And they kept saying, hello, hello. Something is happening in the hospital. What's happening is my son? they said, "No, no. He said, right now we have all the doctors in this hospital in your son's room. They cannot explain what has happened. <laughs> they said the doctor walked into the room, the machines that was all tied up into the boy's body, he disconnected all of them. He was standing on top of his bed and shouting, "He was hungry. He's in God a good God. <laughs> He's in God a good God. You see, sometimes because we don't know who God is, we tend to just limit what God can do. Remember he said the impossible shall be made possible. I've got God in me. I've got God in me. How many of you got God in here? Rise on your feet very quickly. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube.